It's your boy Trav from Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, and we have a very special sponsor this week. Professional wrestler, motivational speaker, workout enthusiast, and a soldier to these here United States, Dewan O'Neill has released his very first book, Dear Dominic, which is an open letter to his son to provide a roadmap to life, paired with advice to navigate obstacles to thrive as a minority male in the United States. You can order your copy today on Amazon by searching up Dear Dominic. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks with me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Trav. How are you fellas doing today? Hey, man, we just, we partying it up. Oh, yeah, man, you know. Living the good life. You got my stand with me? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It is a good life. It is a good life. I'm happy that we're doing another new episode for Black History Month. I've been loving what we've been doing so far. And uh, for today's episode, I reached out to a voice actor whose name is Mr. Kevin Thelwell. And, uh, you know, I slid in the DMs like your boy Banks always does. And Hold on, bro. Not just any DMs. The email DMs. The email DMs. The email DMs. I slid in his email. (laughs) And uh, he said that he was down to come on and do this episode with us. So uh, let's go ahead and give Mr. Thelwell a call. If uh, you guys have anything else that you want to say before we call him, or do y'all just want to go ahead and get into it? Hey, let's let's do this. Yeah, let's get right into it, Banks. Okay, all right, all right. Well, before we get right into it, we have a word from our sponsors at Golden Ink Tattoo. Rebellious D, take it away, baby. Golden Ink Tattoo. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard, Portsmouth, Virginia, for all your nerd-related tattoos. Leading the area, that is Miss Denise and her team. If you call over there and you mention leveling up banks, you get 10% off your tattoo. That number is going to be 757-465-1010. Call them today. All right, so with that being said, let's go ahead and get into today's episode and give Mr. Thelwell a call. And on uh, this episode, again, like I said earlier, we're celebrating Black History Month. And today's guest is Mr. Kevin Thelwell. And Kevin, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good, guys. Last one so far. That's good oh, to hear, yeah. man. Thank you again for joining us on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We appreciate you coming on and being our guest. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So let's go ahead and get the nitty gritty out of the way. What's your origin story? Who is Kevin Thelwell? Well, I got bitten by a radioactive shark. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know, man. Just a uh, dude who uh, likes to lock himself in a double uh thick wall and scream sometimes you know you see that paid. who knows mm-hmm. <laughs> looks like panic room yeah <laughs> yeah a little panic room you know <laughs> yeah man i, I oh, yeah. love the setup man like it looks yeah. real professional it's I'm like jealous yeah it's like it's like we're actually in the studio right now looking at how everything goes down so that's awesome man Oh, yeah, with how things are, you know, with like, you know, how the world is currently, this uh, <laughs> helps make things a lot easier, with a lot of different kind of jobs. I agree. I agree. So uh, tell us, how did you get into voice acting? Oh, dang, that's a good question. Um, like, what brought me into voice acting, like, for the first time was uh, looking at a um, this YouTuber I watch, I think his channel's still up. Uh, Misty Kronexia was like somebody I really like to watch his videos. He was a 
good dude. He had a little uh, animation he was making off of a, a book he wrote. And he's like, hey, uh, we're going to make a community event here. Uh, we're going to uh, hold open auditions and, you know, see how it goes for characters. And I auditioned for it. Uh, it was a really fun project. And I'm like, hey, you know, nothing really happened with it at the end of the day, but I really enjoyed uh, doing the audition. So I'm like, why don't I uh, try to you know, go for this further? So I started taking some classes, uh, you know, suck out some uh, advice from, uh, you know, some friends of friends that I knew who were actors, got some really good advice and took one step after another, moved across the country. Now we're here, we're doing stuff. Oh man, across the country. Oh yeah. That's that big scary <laughs> step right there, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, big scary step. No longer with the folks out on your own, and it worked out pretty fine. Are you, oh yeah. So you're out in California now, or? Oh no, I'm in Texas actually. Oh, you're in Texas. Okay. Nice. It seems like uh, Texas is the capital of the world when it comes to voice acting. It's like if you want to get into voice acting, you need to move to Texas. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people come here. There's a lot of studios here in Texas, all sprinkled around. A lot of commercial work too. So. It's definitely a good place, yeah. So a lot of the roles that you've done, you've done with the Funimation studio. So was Funimation, you know, of course, they're popular for Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Bleach. Uh, was it something that you watched when you were younger? Like, did you watch any of the Funimation stuff, like Dragon Ball Z or anything? Oh, or yeah. There, so, what was some, so what was some of the anime that you enjoyed watching when you were growing up? Oh, man, dude, there's just so many. I've watched a bunch of sold ear of course you know i watched all the way through when like toonami had dragon ball to all the way to gt marathon to all of that gundams there's just so many shows the bebops of course oh nice nice yeah. nice yeah yeah we just had uh bo billingsley uh he was our two-year anniversary guest and wow. you know all of us like we're huge cowboy bebop fans <laughs> nice and it, it was crazy it was a mind-blowing episode yeah oh yeah Cool, cool. Full of knowledge, just dropping three generations, just talking about stuff, man. So it was awesome having him on as a guest. So, what anime inspired you to get into voice acting? Hey, what anime? I mean, like the first story I, I told you really kind of got me the ball rolling on it. But after all, you just watch enough shows, you decide to do it, you start listening to performances, you start to be able to pick out different people's voices. Like, oh, that's this guy, or this is this guy. Oh, so they hear that random guy in the back, and you heard for only one line. Oh, I know who that was. It's actually the guy who played this in this other show. Or, like, it's just so interesting when you start really diving into how much voiceover just branches out from just anime to cartoons to like even like commercials. You'll hear sometimes like anime voice actors and commercials. You're like, oh, wow, that blows my mind that people are just here all over the place. So, you really just dissect everyone's performances and just helps kind of fuel the want to do it yourself. Just the kind of drive, like, especially, you know, you like watching shows, you like playing video games, almost everything in your daily life has some kind of voiceover in it. So it just becomes like this infinite, like circle of yeah. passion. Yeah, right. and um, it's, it's funny, cause I just watched a uh, podcast with a uh, Tara Strong and oh. um, she was talking about like, the pandemic and you know all these actors they uh you know they couldn't work or whatever but for a lot of the voiceover people it was like maybe a month or two 
of readjusting and everybody recording at home. But really for them, nothing really stopped. Like, you know, they picked up and just kept going and going. And it just really kind of shows you how vital, you know, voiceover work is. Because it just doesn't get the recognition that, you know, you know, Hollywood movies get. Mm-hmm. You know, versus, you know, people in cartoons or anime or, you know, radio spots or whatever it is. I mean, you know, because I know how versatile you are. You know, you're not just doing anime and stuff, but I believe you've done like radio commercials and different things. And, you know, there's so much work that you can do doing voiceover stuff. Yeah, branch out and see whatever work you can get, you know. It's uh, it's really nice. Like a lot of entertainment, like you said, kind of took a halt when things kind of got a little crazy. I know, like a lot of like anime and whatnot, kind of halted for like maybe a month or two, but then they just started kind of picking up on themselves, like commercials and like certain video games or just audiobooks. That didn't even stop. They didn't even care because most people were working from home anyway, doing that, right. so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a question that I have for you, Kev, is because I'm a professional wrestler. And one of the things that we always talk about in wrestling is we grew up watching wrestling. We were fans. And then eventually we go on to become wrestlers. And sometimes some people get into business and it's like, once they start wrestling, they stop watching wrestling. They stop being fans. Is it the same in voice acting? Like once you start voice acting, do you stop watching anime or cartoons and just only focusing on your craft? Or is it different? Uh, I definitely feel that a bit. I definitely don't watch as much as I used to, mainly because, yeah, I'm so busy working on trying to, you know, get more as much as I can work. But I, I definitely still watch when I have a chance. You know, I have a minute, you know, I'll sit down, try to marathon a show here or there, like pick up a Blu-ray or just like play a game. So I, I still do it. Yeah. So what's some of the anime that you're watching right now? Oh, man. I, in terms of like this season, or I'm not sure if it's this season anymore, but <laughs> I just started watching uh, a Jobless Reincarnation, and that show is like, whoa. It's... Yeah, I, I ain't seen that one yet. I've Either. heard people talk about it, though, on the Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's different. <laughs> it's very yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, a lot currently... of shows. Currently, for me, uh, I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen and Promise Neverland Season 2 just dropped. Uh, I know the Inuyasha sequel, Yashahime, I, I started watching that in Attack on Titan, the final season, but I kind of got backed up on that once we started doing stuff for the podcast on YouTube and whatnot. So uh, the most recent anime that I just finished was uh, The Great Pretender, which is a really good one that's on Netflix. Uh, me and D, we did a review for that. And uh, I mean, I, I just love the fact that it's so easy to access anime in today's world compared to how it was when we were coming up when it's just like the only way you could really get it was if you went to Blockbuster or Hollywood Video to rent a VHS. So kids nowadays that are watching this or listening at home, you have it lucky. Yeah, they don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. D? <sighs> yeah, um, for you, uh, Kevin. Um, is there any particular role that you may have felt overwhelmed that you really wanted, or is there one that you were more excited to get than the other? Hmm. Well, like I've had a chance to just lend my voice as like, you mm-hmm. know, small parts here and there to so many different shows that I absolutely love. And even like 
some shows that I didn't much, you know, care about. But then after I, you know, did some work on it, I'm like, you know, let me check it out. And then I started loving it after giving it a chance. Mm -hmm. So Oh, I like it. Yeah, I can't really think of, of sort of something that just overwhelmed me, but I know it's a very kind of sobering feeling when you watch a show for so many years when you're younger mm -hmm. and then years down the road you know you actually look back and say oh shoot i got to work on that show yeah. that's oh, yeah, yeah. that would blow baby me's mind whoa yeah just some of the stuff that you worked on uh one piece fairy tale my hero academia like those are my hero academia being like one of the more recent ones like these are huge shows to be on, man. So congrats on landing gigs on those shows. Like I, I'm sure that uh, not it's not a challenge, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's very competitive in the world of voice acting because it's so many people that send in their tapes and whatnot in order to get casted for the role. So could you walk us through the process, like? What what do you need to do if uh, you're trying to get a role? Like, is it is it easy to just you know record your voice and send it in, or is there a whole step by step system that you have to go through? Well, for recording anime per se, you essentially get called in by the director. So essentially, somebody has to already know of you to bring your stuff and say, hey, we want them on this character, or hey, we want you to audition for this character. Right. So it's a very small, tight-knit community. So it's kind of weird, but you guys got to ha have connections at that point or make your own connections yeah. to be able to get people to you know, know who you are and to be able to want to give you a chance on something. All right. So um, what are some of the other anime that are out there right now that you would love to lend your voice to? Oh, man, there are so many. Like, I don't know if this one got a dub or not but like i know uh a snafu is a really good show that i absolutely love and i would love to do some kind of you know parts on it no matter what on that show because it's so amazing this show i know will probably never get a, a dub because it's so darn complicated but the monogatari series is like my favorite anime of all time and i would love to do some stuff on that but again uh, rest in peace to whoever would have to adapt the script on that because god it'd be a nightmare <laughs> you know yeah. uh, i was kind of hoping that you would say that you would love to do some voiceover work on jojo's bizarre adventure that's where uh you I know was... uh, i've seen all of part one and two i love part one especially Thank i have you. not yet finished part three i have all the blu-rays my roommate loves it i just haven't got through it yet and i need to you ain't missing much. Hey, hey, don't don't diss Jojo much. like that, bro. Do not hey. diss Jojo like that. <laughs> it's like, bro, like these guys do not like Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. It's like I just take it easy, Banks. Take hey, it I'm, easy. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, like, y'all just need to relax. I, like he said, <laughs> hey, he said that he liked part one and he's trying to finish the rest of the series. So like just let him get yeah. through it. Hey, trying. I'm, we gonna let him. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna don't. see. He's not up here every week having to listen to you talk about it. <laughs> so, I mean, every week. You you ruined it for us. I no, mm -hmm. that's not true. Oh, it's that is true. not true. It's like yeah, if it you if you love something, then you're gonna continue to talk about it because it's something that you love, it's something that you're passionate about. And I love JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I love My Hero Academia, so I'm always gonna talk about those too. Sometimes mm. you can love too hard and you suffocate it, man. You yeah. suffocate it. You gotta let go. No, no yeah, that's right. Uh, this is this right. isn't You're frozen. Right. You're both right. See? Yeah. <laughs> you hear that? I'm I do right. the same thing. 
Mm-hmm. Kevin, I want to know, is there any particular, like, a bigger named uh, voice actor? Are there any people you take inspiration from, like, now? Like, not, I, I guess now when you watch anime, do you watch it to, like, listen to people's voices, see different pitches that they hit or anything like that? Um, I would think I mostly just mm-hmm. watch anime just to, you know, enjoy it myself yeah, you know, as a okay. fan. But then if there is, you know, an English dub, I'll usually try to get the English dub first if it's uh, easily available. Okay. And at that point, then I'll be like thinking, oh, what performances did this person do? Or how did they, you know, attack this scene in a certain way? Or just how's the direction in this? How do people play off each other? So, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, because I know, like, I'm, I'm a hand-drawing artist and things like that. So if I look at somebody's drawing, sometimes I try to adapt it to my own style. So I figured if your craft, it is an art. So sometimes you take piece from other games, gears better. So that's why I asked the question. Yeah. We'll yeah see something when I can here and there, you know. Oh, yeah. My own craft. That's it, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, now, I actually, I got like an insider-ish kind of question, but um, I, so we, there's always a dub versus sub battle, if you will, right? Um, for a long time, I was always, you know, sub 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 dubs are trash whatever outside of you know the one two or three that i did enjoy but you know as i've gotten older and now i got kids and stuff like that i find myself just rather watching the dub and then being like oh this is a really good dub and i'm discovering more of these dubs that i actually really enjoy but as a voice actor right and i'm gonna bring up an example and this ain't to you know you know call out any in particular anime but like, I'm a huge Death Note fan, right? I knew and it was going this route. I didn't know if you <laughs> if you've ever seen Death Note or anything. But yeah. um, the dub is very bad uh, to a lot of the fans, and I do not like the dub neither. But I don't necessarily think that the voice actors are bad in the dub. I think that the way they chose to go about recreating it for the English version was very poor. Do you ever find situations like that where it's not necessarily you maybe, but you can kind of watch something and be like, that's really not on the actors. That's on the decisions they chose to make for how they English did the characters, if I'm making sense. Okay, yeah, that's a that's definitely interesting one. I'll try to answer that in the, you know, most cultural right. way possible mm-hmm. there. Uh, so... Yeah, there will be times that even like outside of anime and just regular movies and stuff where you'll see, I know this actor is like really, really great, but why did they choose to use this take of all ones? Like that's, yeah, you can't blame the actor for, you know, takes all the time. Sometimes this is the vision of the director. This is the, you know, the director's project. That's their baby, not the actors. You're just one of the pieces of the part, you know? And outside of that, there goes into who's, you know, writing the script, you know, sometimes if it's like an established property, there could be like the actual owners of the IP who have their say in it too, who need to, oh, we want it to sound this particular way, director, your job to get it to sound like how we want it. So there just might be multiple hands in the pot. So yeah, right. you can't always blame the actor. That's pretty good insight. I like that. Yeah, a lot of moving parts. Hey, you're right. You're right. Well, I think because we've all seen movies where it's like, you know, that the it's not the actor's fault that the movie's bad. You know what I mean? Like there were some bad decisions made. Like Wonder Woman? 
Like, <laughs> go. Oh no. Here we go. So, um, a question that I I wanted to ask you was, like, how do you feel about seeing the more outpour and diversity that we have in anime now? and how we have black characters in anime that actually look like us. When you see that, does it make you want to go out and audition for that particular character? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, one of the reasons why I even decided to, you know, try to pursue anime in general is because when I was considering it, I could not find, like, a single person, right? you know, of my ethnicity who was doing anime. I tried to look, I just could not find anyone now i'm sure they were there they might have been doing like other characters but none from any properties that i could see nothing from the digging i did so i'm like hey this is something that's not being filled really i want to try you know and jump in on that and you know over the years i've gotten closer and closer to that and there are tons of people too who are showing you know the representation that we really want to see and that's really awesome not just from like black, but like all kinds of ethnicities. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's crazy because I feel like when we were growing up, I don't think I could name you a black voice actor outside of Phil Lamar, to be quite honest with you. Like yeah. I, yeah. like you said, there really wasn't any at all. Yeah. Probably Bo. Yeah, you Bo had was probably Bo, and Bo the other one, right? Yeah. Oh, well, you had uh, you had Cree oh. Summer, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson. Uh, well, they yeah, like blow up my now, man. Well, I'm just saying yeah, I think it's because, I, because I'm black. It's like oh, when yeah. I was growing up, you know, I always looked to see, you know, if there were black voice actors and stuff, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. again, too, like there were a lot of times where you would have black characters in anime and they were usually voiced by a white person. Like I know, uh, I believe it was Commander Black in the original Dragon Ball. Christopher Sabbath voice him. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, growing up, like when I was in my teens, I definitely checked that stuff out to see, you know, who was voicing who. Like that's how I found out about um, Cleveland being voiced by a white man and not a black guy. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, it's definitely something that you look into if you're into that type of stuff. But, um, you know, since it is Black History Month and, uh, you know, we have you on, Kev, who are some of your favorite black anime characters? Oh, favorite black anime characters. Dang. Well, let's see. He's a new one, but absolutely love him uh, in Fire Force. Ogun's mm -hmm. top tier. He's pretty good. Yeah, I had a feeling that's where you were going with that. Uh, and ba oh, Banks, yeah. finally, Banks finally started watching it. Mm -hmm. Got him on the train I haven't got finally. that far yet. So good. Yeah. Such a good show. There's Ogun. If we were to bring it back a little bit. In One Piece, I'm trying to remember saying the name right, but is it, is it Aokiji, I think? He is nice. He's actually like, I think he's my favorite character in One Piece, period. He's so interesting. Nice. Let me see here. And there, again, there just really aren't that many. Like Kevin, man, real quick, how do you feel about Tozen from Bleach? Uh, Tozen? Yep. I it's cool it. if you didn't watch Bleach. It's cool. No, I, I, I did. Cool. I did. <laughs> it's the Mundo arcs, the best arc by far. Don't at me. <laughs> I dig it. He's, he's one of my favorite characters as well. Like Bleach had a lot of representation in it just from yes. the, so many different varieties that, oh, Bleach did a good job. Bleach was before its time, honestly. Can we get more Bleach? We get more Bleach, right? I think we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah. what, 2022? 
Yeah, hundred year war finally getting that getting that arc. Oh wow, I'm ready. Or it's a thousand years. Is a hundred year war or a thousand year? Thousand war? years. A thousand year thing. Okay. What about you, D? Who are, Who are some of your favorites? Is it okay if I claim Black? Is that cool? Can we claim him? Who, like Gray? Who, Piccolo? Pycon? Piccolo? Piccolo? <laughs> uh, uh, give me that uh, that black box of the Goku fought in the World Tournament back day. Oh, Remember God. that guy? Skip over my man Oob like that? Crazy. Oh, yeah. Oob. Oh, wow. Oob is, <laughs> if we can claim him, isn't he Indian? Uh, yeah, he's Indian. Uh, yeah. Uh, nah, man. But, um, Come on, D man. It's, it's, I'm gonna uh, take your me, black card away, bro. I mean, no, whoa, bro. Give me toes. Toes. It's like design goes. Tozen was one of my favorites. Um, in black representation, he just well, I didn't really care for his story, like the way it ended. I mean, it was cool at first. He was a blind, and his best friend was a giant dog. That was kind of catchy, right? But uh, he's probably one of my favorites off the top. And Jet, like I'm claiming him, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, so. I mean, I think we talked about this before. Back in the day, you had to claim people. Like, we talked about... Mm-hmm. Like Piccolo. Like Piccolo, Jet, Skeeter from Doug. Like Yeah, you, you didn't have a... Hey, yeah, and we knew Skeeter was any. black. Yeah. <laughs> he was at the cookout, we know. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Goliath. Give me the little black girl from uh, The Kids Next Door. Oh, yeah. Number I'll take five. her, too. <laughs> yeah. I, t- number five? Yep. Yeah, number, number five. five. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Is that a four? Goliath oh. from Gargoyles, you know, voiced by Keith oh, yeah, David. Yeah, yeah, Keith David, yep. Yeah. yeah he voiced Bond. Come a long way, really. Travels, that all you had? Bro, I was about to say, you going to ask me, do I get to answer that question? <laughs> hey, hey, well, hey you, said, you said Keith David. I was just like, is that all you going to say? All right. <laughs> nah, well, we talked about it before. Um, you know, we're talking about Bleach being a little bit ahead of its time with the representation. But Naruto shipping in, I mean... I feel like they really introduced quite a number of, not even just black characters, but key important black characters to the story. That's a good point, yeah. Try. Yep. Thank not you. bad. I appreciate that. Thank you. Hey, no question. <laughs> yeah, man, because uh, remember, because of what I just started watching, well, I finished shipping in last year. And when I first saw Killer B, I was just like, yo, like, who is this dude? Like, I thought he was cool as hell. And as soon as I found out uh, who the voice actor was, I slid right in his DMs, and we got Katero up here on the podcast. Oh. And uh, <laughs> like that, that it was cool. Like uh, Killer B's one of my favorites. Uh, the Rakage. Um, he said what? I was just a the Rakage. Rakage. Mm-hmm. What did I yeah. say? The Rakage. No, I'm just saying his name is A. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I was about to say. Okay. I was like, I knew I said his name right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also um, from. Tiger and Bunny, yeah. Fire Emblem. Uh, he's a character that that I like because of the representation. One, he's black, and then it gives representation to the LGBT, and we get more on his backstory and the Tiger and Bunny Uprising movie, the second movie. So, uh, like, those are some of my favorites. I know a lot of people always joke around and say Piccolo is one of their favorites, but uh, uh, yeah, Piccolo's invited to the cookout. Always. I, I yeah, say he that. has to be. Has to be, man. That's what we had back in the day, man. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So, uh, so Kev, what are some things that you do when you're not recording? Like, what are some fun activities that you like to do? Oh, man. I mean, instead of watching more shows and just gaming my head off, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I I like to uh, write. I dabble in uh, 
you know, write in some stories here, turn like one of them into like a short uh, web novel. I mean, excuse me, web comic is the right word. But uh, God, it's so much work to like get everything drawn. So trying to turn that into like a web novel instead. We're, we're working on it, working on it, you know, just hobbying it up. And then after I'm done with that, go right back to gaming. And like, I'm like 20 hours into like a Xenoblade Chronicles 1 playthrough. I'm trying okay. to get through that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's the game right there. That's a good game. Hey. Good stuff, man. <laughs> My boy Banks finally right. picked up Persona 5. Oh, that's on my list. Loving it. I gotta play that one. Oh, yeah, gotta you gotta PS play one. that one. Hey, hey, it's a good game. Oh, I've heard. Mm-hmm. I've heard. <laughs> the, the music in it is fun. The, the story. It's it's uh if I can compare it to anything, it's pretty much a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game. Like for real. Like the personas are like uh the stands that they have in that series, and uh just you know, having the ability to do whatever you want, like to make money. Like D, I, like I mean, it's it's the truth. I mean, it is just like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I mean, <laughs> are you coming at me right now? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I just don't like you. I don't like you shaking your head because I mentioned JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, man. I feel like you're embarrassing me in front of our new friend. <laughs> uh, I thought I had. I'm sorry. I thought I had to sneeze. But that's but that's that's what we got to deal with with JoJo. How could you like JoJo if if every time you did something, he'd be like, you know what? That's kind of like JoJo. Oh, well, I'm glad. Hey, Trav, let's take it. Uh, Kev, while we have you, what are your thoughts on One Piece as a story, <laughs> as an anime? One Piece as an anime? Yeah. You, you like, I mean, one, one out of ten, ten being the high, what do you give it? Oh, like, I guess I'd give it, like, a solid eight because it is yeah. never-ending, but, like, mm-hmm. it never fails to as much as, as filler as they have, as much as, like, the same story beats they hit. They always find some new way to just tear at your heart. Exactly. Yep. I'm a sucker exactly. for those kind of things. Dude, you Can't know how many... I've easily cried on, like, five arcs from One oh, Piece, yeah. man. I don't know. And it's literally they rinse and recycle, you know, the story of friendship. We got to save it. Yeah. And it gets me every time, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's the way that you not love the fact that Zolo is a complete badass, but he has zero... I mean, zero... Uh, Sense of direction. It's so yeah. funny yeah, over yeah. and over. Like, this guy's lost and can't. He can't do it. So I just couldn't get into One Piece. I'm sorry. Aw, uh, dude. You're I was wondering. I thought you loved the chat. I tried. <laughs> loved the meeting. I I got to like episode seventy something, and I mean like it's okay. Like I just I stopped watching it when <laughs> I was younger, and I had asked D. I was just like, so when does it really start getting good? And like this dude tells me. It starts getting good, like after what happens to uh, Trace, and then I'm like, bro, like that's 200 episodes. Trace. So you telling me I gotta oh, get through 200 oh, episodes dude. before it starts to get good? Yeah, he called. I him mean, Trace, it's, I think. that's that's what yeah, you said, exactly. dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it really picked up after that, but I didn't spoil it. I can't spoil it for yeah, you. Yeah, we can't. We, we gotta can't watch say, it. you know, why? But I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like, it picked up from like the first few episodes, in my opinion. But you know, that's yeah, I me. mean, <laughs> it, but to, it takes it up a whole another level when they oh, reunite. Yeah. I mean, it's just everybody's a complete, you know, yeah, oh yeah, badass. I don't know how else to say it. So, it but it's okay, JoJo, good. John, I Joe Star. Just, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's just one of those things. I mean, like same thing. Well, because what uh, they were the big three: One Piece, Bleach, and Naruto. And right. when they all came out around the same time, like I was more into Bleach when I was younger, and uh, you know, as I got older, I got more into uh, Shippuden. 
afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's it, it is what it is. I mean, like One Piece is okay, but I mean, mm. it's like it's over. It's what it's over. What nine hundred episodes? So, getting to I think almost yeah, a thousand, yeah. maybe. I mean, they've dubbed up to six hundred and they're in the six hundreds for the dub because I mean, I'm pretty much caught up on the dub. So mm-hmm. um, I need to catch up. Oh, geez. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. One. But yeah. So, uh, okay, guys. Yeah, I was about to say. You know, Kevin, we don't want to keep you, you know, super, super long. But, um, dude, we would love to have you back on if, uh, you know, you want to mind coming back on and chatting with us again and, you know, sure. talking, nerding out with us a little bit. We can uh, stare at that vocal booth that you got going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind hanging. It's nice cool. to get talk. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah, hey, man. Thanks again for joining us, man. Like, I appreciate you responding back after I slid in your uh, email DMs. There we go. Um, <laughs> So before we let you go, tell everybody in social media land where they can find Mr. Kevin Thelwell at. Uh, yeah, uh, real easy, at Kevin D. Thelwell on Twitter. And yeah, I got my website, kevinthelwell.com. Those are the best places to see where I'm at, what I'm doing. Cool, cool, cool. And with that being said, thank you everybody for listening or watching this brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We'll see you next time. Thank you again for listening to this episode. And remember to always keep your pinky up. Peace. What an episode, guys. Kev was such an awesome guest. I'm glad that we were able to talk with him today. And I just wish him nothing but the best when it comes to his career in voice acting. Yeah, man. Dude was, and um, you could just tell, amazingly cool, great guy. I can't wait to have him back on, do whatever with him, maybe do some YouTube stuff or something, because... Uh, we didn't get to talk as long as you know, I would have I would have liked to. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we had a couple of uh, technical difficulties, but next time we'll make sure that uh, that's taken care of. So, again, thank you, everybody, for listening to the brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. But before we go, Trav, tell them where they can find you at in social media land. That's right. If you uh, go right there up to your web browser, open up your app, that Instagram app, of course, you can search up ZK Audio and you can find your boy, Trav the Trash Man, right there, baby. Mm. D. And you can find me at rebellious double underscore D23 at Instagram.com. And you can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, at KingBenji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Facebook by typing in Benjamin Banks. And if I'm not the first person that pops up, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. And also make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. If you're on YouTube and you have a YouTube account, make sure that you subscribe to us and uh, check out some of the videos that we have up there and make sure that you hit that like button for us and put some comments in the comments so that way we can uh, talk to you because we do love to talk. And if you're feeling generous and would love to donate to your boys here at the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast, you can send it to at Leveling Up Banks over on Patreon. So thank you for listening to this new episode. Make sure that you check out some of Kevin's stuff. Check out his website. Uh, Follow him on all of the social media accounts that he dropped. Follow us. And with that being said, we'll see you next week. Peace.